Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. really love that track. In fact, I love practically every single track on that album Cormac brought out there a couple of years ago. Swim, Crawl, Walk, Run. Maybe it's just over a year and a half ago, there and thereabouts. Beautiful, beautiful album, Swim, Crawl, Walk, Run. If you haven't listened to it, then I highly recommend you check it out on Bandcamp and look for Cork's Cormac O'Queeve on that. But I do know he has a new single out, actually. Uh, So I must get him on the show next week to kind of tell us all about it. Now, between now and next week, there is a gorgeous concert taking place in the Unuth Kultura in Baliavorna and it's a full night of the most beautiful talent of up and coming opera singers and it's all brought together under the umbrella of opera platform by Mary McSweeney, one of Cork's acclaimed opera singers but who actually had practically all of her career really in Germany and singing with the opera in Cologne um, and only kind of returned to Cork when she was invited to come back to create this opera platform to nurture and guide young opera singers into their own careers and she is putting on this concert in the Unuth Kulturha in Balivorna um, with the most brilliant selection of singers a great menu of music um, but boy is just she one of the nicest people ever to talk to. Uh, so I picked up the phone. We chatted yesterday. Mary, I am looking here at the most gorgeous programme for a concert in the Unuth Kulturha. And when I think of you, of course, I think of opera immediately. And this is an opera platform concert. But the programme that you've put together for this has every single ingredient from the spice shelf of opera in it. But we also go everything from Cosi Van Tutti to Whiskey in the Jar. Now, that is a concert with variety. <laughs> it is indeed, Elmarie, yeah, it is. And we have a lovely ensemble of eight young, talented, incredibly beautiful singers whom I love. And so I have chosen the repertoire around their talents, if you like. So mm-hmm. we have two tenors and two basses. So the beginning of, of Cozy is ideal for them with the test set. And then the Suave Ciel Vento, this amazing trio is being done by Orla Hoare and Sinead Carroll and, and Georg Palku. But the reason we brought in the whiskey in the jar <laughs> is because it starts as I was going over the Cork and Kerry Mountains. And this is exactly where the Unicultura is, exactly very near the county bounds, you know. And also, I am visualising because I love all those wonderful people down in Coulee and Balvorne and 
Kilnamarta and all those areas, that they're all going to sing with us. So we'll have the opera singers and the korban and the kool-aid, uh, the lads that come to the church. Hopefully there's some of them there and that we'll all sing together. <laughs> so that's our idea. You have a nice selection of traditional. It's not just whiskey in the jar, of course. There are some other really beautiful songs there as well. But, you know, I know about Opera Platform and you have sent me information on different concerts and singers from time to time. But tell the listeners a little bit about what Opera Platform is, because it has really been the most gorgeous platform for young and rising talent. Exactly. So when I came back from Germany, I was given the job of creating an opera group, you know. So we decided to call it at the time Opera Platform. And um, we've had wonderful singers going through it all over the years. So what it is, is we've two hours rehearsals a week. So it's not, you know, an awful lot. But for the amount of time we put in, it's it, we've done beautiful concerts. So it's a platform to give these young singers who are in the cusp of, the possibility of doing professional singing as a career and it gives them a chance to hone their skills to prepare in a protected way to go out into the world of opera. This group is particularly gorgeous. They are there and they have such fun. I mean, such fun and laughter and they, these, it's all for the Balagurna concert. There's a bit of tricking in it, you know, because he, as you know, is, is a real fun opera with all the men Cosi Fantute means all the women are fickle, basically, you know. <laughs> and um, the, the, the boys at the beginning of it, uh, Don Alfonso makes a bet with the two lads, the, the tenor and the baritone, that their women will not stay faithful to them. So the one woman, she stays, as we know, come and skull like a like a rock. She stays faithful until the last act. But the flirt is the mess, so, and she breaks down fairly early to fall in love with her boyfriend's best friend. So <laughs> <laughs> and they all forgive each other at the end. So that's the wonderful thing that the, the whole Mozart in his finales, which I really I love to put a Mozart finale in the concerts, you know. He, in this one, he says, fortunate is the person who sees life from the best side. Use your reason, forgive, laugh, 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 and then Bella calma trovera, which is beautiful calm you will find in your being. Oh, that, that we <laughs> may all fun. find that for sure. And the, the thing about it is, of course, with opera singers, when they are training, uh, it's not just a stand and deliver. Like if you were going to make a career as an opera performer, you also have to be an actor or an actress. You have to be able to impart, sell and inhabit the story in every single line and communicate it sometimes to an audience who don't understand the language in which you're singing. Absolutely. And that would be a central part of our work now last um, Wednesday night. Mm -hmm. They're learning to balance then, you know, sometimes the acting and the inhabiting of the word might take over a little bit too strongly from the technique. You have to remain really balanced in your technique because singing opera, as you know, it's like I'm always saying some of the arias here are like climbing Mount Everest for the vocal box, you know. Right. <laughs> True. Uh, so they have to be, the, the, the key really is fitness. You have to be incredibly fit, have a really lovely technique so that you don't run tired, for example, yeah. And then um, one of the lads, now he had done his, actually at that point, three hours of singing. And I saw him after the rehearsal chatting away out in the street to somebody happy out, you know, so he wasn't tired, you know. Match fit. <laughs> Absolutely. So that's why, 
singing really and and well-being singing and breathing singing and your posture singing and your posture to life if you like how you take care of yourself it's a key for otherwise you don't survive it you know you have done so much, like Mary, you did allude there to the fact that you were in Germany for years and you were in Germany working in opera for years. And, you know, Cork is so lucky to have you home as a mentor and a guide and a teacher for young opera singers you. coming through now as well. But um, for you, like what made opera speak to you first day? I mean, like you just trotted off some words in Italian there now, which was simply divine. It's such a fantastic language. Yes, thank and you. Thank you. Everything it's sounds so div- divine in Italian. But what drew you into opera? Well, that's a, a, such an incredibly interesting question, to be honest, because I've, it's like a little bit like a sonata form, you know, ADA in my life that I was born, my mum, Kulain, uh, dad was Kilmichael, you know, and there was absolutely no, no sense or feeling or education. They were both teachers like yourself, but they, they, they had no sense for opera. However, everybody played uh, the Boscatiol and everybody sang all, all the family down around Kulain, so they're all singers in Kulain. So that singing gene, there were two cousins and it was said that you could hear them singing while they were milking when you'd be coming into the farm, right? Oh, wow. so there was a lot of singing going on down there, right? And then I was at a trashing when I was eight, and a lady from Cork, which seemed to be another planet, heard me singing October Winds Lament around the castle of Dromore. Yes, you know that beautiful I do. song. Yeah. And yeah, and she went up to my dad and mum and said, You have to get a piano for this girl. So that was the beginning of it. Mammy wow. bought a piano, which she regretted later, <laughs> because the piano took us all off to to London, you know. So then I had a professor up in UCC, uh, Christopher Stembridge, and he had a huge influence in a whole generation of us at the time doing studying music. And I remember he was doing the St. John Passion, and he had me singing the solo, and he basically, cut a long, long story short, he arranged for me to, to go to the Guildhall. And so I met my teacher, uh, Walter Gruner, who amazingly had come from, he was a Jew who had come up from Frankfurt to London. And um, Walter and myself, it just took off, really. And so off I went to the Guildhall. And at the end of the Guildhall, um, study of four years, um, I went straight into the opera in Cologne. So I had, you know, I, I was kind of thrown into it. It just happened. That I is amazing. Uh, yeah. amazing. And I remember standing in the sitting room in the old-fashioned teacher's residence, you know, the old-fashioned, old, beautiful, um, they had lovely fireplaces. And I remember singing into a mirror at around 12 or 13 and thinking, oh my God, <laughs> what's that sound coming out? I couldn't believe the actual voice that came out and there was a moment of knowing that's my path. Wow. Wow. Yeah. How, what, never, a, what a joyful and, startling to have to yourself. It was. Yeah. It was. It was a moment of thinking, oh, my God, I don't have to be this very shy person. Or, or you know, I had very little confidence. And I thought, oh, what's this voice going to be? I do want to say about the careers and all this that we're talking. It, it's not easy to be an opera singer, you know, uh, because I, I like to try and pass on the wonderful, incredible God-given techniques that have been given to us through the the ancient Italian masters and, and, and the German masters, in particular French as well, of course. But a huge amount of our students 
teach singing. So both in Munich, all around Bavaria, you'll find people who've worked with me. And it's happening now in Cork as well, that the singing teachers, whether it's Talon Colleague or whether it's McCroom or whether it's down in Tralee or whether it's over in Waterford, they've come through our school, Cork School of Music, and there's this one girl, she has 44 students. But Mary, what I also want to bring you on to, though, is the fact that... Yes. You are now the artist in residence in the Unudkultur in Balivorna, which is kind of like a family homecoming for you in a way. But what an amazing adventure to embark on. How did this residency come about and how special is it to you to be the artist in residence in your mum's home place, essentially? Yes, and my grandmum and my aunt and my uncle and all my cousins. My mother had 110 first cousins. <laughs> so they're all, in, some of them are in the choir. <laughs> Some of them are singing as well, you know, mm-hmm. um, which is lovely. Yeah, it's an incredible honour that Leo Arrieta, whom I totally treasure, asked me this year to do that. Now, I have Padre Arrieta, who's Leo's brother, has been actually asking me to come over to help with the voice training of the Corban before I came back. But that's over 17 years ago. Wow. And so Pather and myself have been working away and he loved that work and we I adore it and I think Pather Orida has just done an immeasurable amount of good things for our heritage and for the ancient tradition that is our pure identity, you know? That's what a beautiful way of describing it and that's so, so true. Oh my God, and it's for me, it's more important now. It's almost like, oh my goodness, we have to do it now. We have to protect it. We have to develop it. We have to give them tools, right, to strengthen their stamina for us and all that, you know. So we were up in um, our Sanuktar and Pather wrote a most beautiful piece called Queen Archilera. And um, as you know, Archilera is buried where I came from, which is in ovens and down in the, in, in the Kilcray. Kilcray Abbey. And you can see the text that my father used to teach it to us and Pather has put it to music for that um, core band. And it's the words, the story, the dramatic quality of Eileen Dove and the way he has divided that under the voices and it's really beautiful. So my little job is to help the girls with their breathing, help them with the placing of their voice. And I'm just a welding advocate, really, for them, you know. So there will be voice training, there will be voice care and health, which is key after COVID because an awful lot of people are finding that their breath is gone. Even so, just minding the voice and breathing, like everything that I do from here to concerts to teaching involves the voice. And I know what it's like to, to lose your voice and the panic of it and the distress of it. So it's 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 part of who we are, how we communicate. And it that's is. A, yeah. And it's, it, to be honest with you, the care of it is my passion, I must yeah. say to you, because if you care for your voice, you're caring for the self, mm. you know. Yeah, so true. So then we have the whole aspect of, of storytelling through the songs. For, for example, there's a magnificent new song that I'm discovering called um, I Am the Salon. Um, it's a beautiful, beautiful poem. And I'm hoping that we can put music to that song and we'll work on the Queen of this year and we'll work on other songs. Uh, Ashling Gyal, for example, is one of the songs we work on. And there's a, several of the traditional singers are in that core band, you know. 
Mary, we could talk for the day and I'm so sorry that the clock is kind of ticking against us but for the work you're going to be doing over the course of the year I can see that we will be touching base and talking about that again but in the meantime the most yes. important thing is to remind people that this wonderful evening in the Onoth Kultura it's called A Toast to Opera An Evening of Love, <laughs> Fun and Intrigue and it's this coming yes. Friday. Coming Friday at 8 o'clock. So we can't wait. Everybody is very excited. And again, a big shout out to Leoria that she is the most wonderful example of womanhood coming out of Kule and Balagorda. I, I love that girl. She's a wonderful person. And she's going to do a wonderful job in the Honoured Cultura. And we love you, Mary, as well. So thank you so, so much for talking to us. That's Mary McSweeney, who is the Stewart in Gilkurum Untokshin by Gary Beecher, Erin Biano. And it's going to feature scenes from Cosi Van Tutti and Rigoletto and more sung by future stars of opera. Mary, a pleasure. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.